This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more. All right, welcome to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We have a special guest here in the studio with us. Yeah. Just arrived from UPS. It is the brand new Echo Show. Amazon Echo Show right here. That just Live. released just released this week. It literally, we just unboxed it on a special YouTube and Facebook Live preview. Yes. So this is the first touchscreen Echo device. Seven-inch yeah. touch touchscreen. It's been getting very positive reviews. Andrew, first impressions, why don't you describe the actual hardware for folks? First impressions, just based on hardware, not usability. It's not the prettiest looking device in the world. It looks like a miniaturized version of one of those old school TVs, the tube TVs from back in the day. You can get it in black or white. This white one, I don't know, maybe the maybe the black one would look better because, of, I mean, I don't know. Um, you have a, what is it, six inch or seven inch? Seven inch screen. Seven inch touch screen on front but you don't really have to interact with it through the touchscreen you can it's pretty much meant to be used just with voice commands and then you've got a pretty high quality speaker at the bottom as well that's right i was joking before we got started the design aesthetic reminds me a little bit of the original kindle yes like the first ever kindle right it kind of has that sort of blocky feel to it uneven exactly yeah all right so but let's ask this device alexa what does the echo show do the all-new Echo Show pairs everything you love about me with a screen. You can watch video flash briefings and YouTube, or see music lyrics, photos, weather forecasts, and more. You can pre-order it at Amazon.com slash Echo Show. Oh, very handy little plug right. there from Alexa. I mean, we already have you. <laughs> That's right. What? <laughs> it costs $230. Uh, you can get two of them and get $100 off. So this is a pretty price, pricey yeah. device, though. I mean, yeah. this is not uh, basically like so you can get, for example, the Echo Dot for, what, $50? 50 bucks, yes. So, um, so let, let's ask or let, let's see what, what Alexa can do here. Alexa, play the top trending YouTube video. We got a little pause here. I think I might have thrown her for a loop. Alexa, play the top play the top trending YouTube video. Playing top result. By the way, YouTube restricted mode is currently on. To turn it off, go to restrict access in settings. So we got some parental controls there. Yeah. You, YouTube is now coming up on the screen. Right. YouTube it's app. loading. Um, and let's see. Here you go. Trending video this week, it says. So it's playing, it looks like probably a movie trailer. What is this for? I don't know. Yeah. This may not be the top trending. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But still. All right. Yep. Alexa, stop. So I think literally it, it's a, playing a video from YouTube called Top Trending Video yes, this week. Yes, that's what it's doing. Yes, that's what it's doing. <laughs> okay, so not quite there on the level of completely understanding what I was saying. Right. Yet you can play YouTube videos yeah, on this yeah. thing. Uh, there's recipe integration, uh, all sorts of things. There's also smart home integration. So they have yes. integrated this with a number of devices, cameras around mm -hmm. the house that, that work with this. Yeah, so front doors. Yeah, really interesting move here by Amazon, essentially ex extending what has been a voice-only experience to a display. Where could you imagine people putting this in the house? Is it more of a living room device or a kitchen device, a bedroom device? I think you get, <laughs> I think you get the most you get the most use out of this uh, out of the Echo Show in the kitchen because you the kitchen is where your hands are dirty and that's where you really want to 
you know, you don't want to wash and touch and like go get your hands dirty again. So that's really a great place for just using your voice. So you can set timers, you can ask for, you know, cooking instructions, get recipes, you can get your news, you can have music on in the background while you cook. And since it basically allows you to communicate with people on other Echo uh, show devices or even on smartphones, you could even have people talk to you while you're in there cooking. So I think the kitchen is like the main central area where you would want to put one of these. Um, but obviously you can put you have an office, put them anywhere because they also will act as um, intercoms throughout your house. That's right. And that is a new capability yes. that Amazon just announced this week. It works with Echo, Echo Dot, and the Echo Show, right. where you can set it up almost like an old school intercom. I, I had one of these in my house growing up. It didn't work for very long. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those ideas that seemed great in the 70s, and but didn't right. last into the 90s. You okay. know? Uh, but you know, this whole idea of an intercom in your house, you're, you know, dinner's ready and you want to yep. tell people in the house. And so you just press the button and, and say the dinner's ready. You could, you could do this with multiple Echo devices. Right. I think that's really Really cool. That's a cool way to to use these. But the you know the main one of the main features here, and even on the front of the box, as you can see, is the face to face you know conversation. Right. Like basically a Skype call. Yes. From from one Echo Look to an, one one Echo Show to another. Yeah. One Echo Show to either another Echo Show or again you can use the uh, Echo smartphone app, the Alexa app. Uh, the Alexa app on a smartphone or tablet to also have a face to face conversation with an Echo Show as well. And that's interesting because they have a feature called Drop In, which we talked about earlier um, on an earlier episode, where you know if someone wants to call you, typically on any device. You get a call, and then you have the right to answer or decline that call. Um, but you can also set people who you allow to drop in on you where they can just connect to you without you having to have any sort of interaction to go over and answer it or anything. So, for example, you might say, call mom, and then mom would have to respond and answer the call for the call to start. But if you said drop in on mom, what you see is basically mom's echo uh, echo show immediately with kind of a, a blurry interface for a few seconds, but after that few seconds is up, you are connected and looking into mom's house and seeing and hearing whatever's going on over there. Even if mom was upstairs and didn't get the opportunity to realize that you were connected. Are you implying some privacy issues here? Yeah, I think that's, that could be a private. So it's, it's kind of like, but not exactly. It's kind of like giving a key to your house to a trusted person, right? But even then... When you give a key to your house to someone, you'll generally hear them come in. Like you hear the door open, you hear the keys rattling. They'll say, hey, I'm here, whatever. But with this, you could conceivably just kind of drop in and then just chill, um, especially if you drop in while someone's not home and then you <laughs> wait till they come home and they don't realize that uh, you're watching them. So th that's another thing to consider when you're when you're strategically placing these around the house. You don't want to put it in a place where somebody who you allow to drop in might see something that you might right. not want them see, to see. See here, you never know. All right. You never know. <laughs> but on the flip side, if you have an elderly parent or grandparent and you want to be able to check on them, you can put one of these in their house. And if you have that enabled, you can just check on them by saying, you know, drop in on grandma and let me just see how she's doing, you know, because sometimes there are, you know, there are times definitely with elderly people who you're... You're wondering how they're doing, if they're okay. Right. And that would allow you know an easy way to check on them without having to physically go there or without even requiring them to answer something. One interesting point here is that Amazon has been out in front of the smart home assistant market yeah. because of the Echo device. It's yeah, definitely. almost been like an accidental winner for them mm -hmm. in some ways. 
Where does this take Amazon when you compare them to, for example, the Google Home, which we've also talked extensively about? Does this basically say, okay, Amazon is now leading the way into this new realm of visual smart home assistants? I don't know. I mean, I think what Amazon's doing is they had a very spectacular failure with the Fire Phone, yep. right? So if you're talking about Siri or if you're talking about Google, those are with us everywhere we go, and we have displays from those companies and their smart assistants everywhere we go by way of smartphone or tablet. Amazon doesn't have that luxury because when they tried to get into your pocket, the phone didn't live up to expectations. So this is kind of, I think, their way of kind of doing that. Um, that said, this is a this is a device that lives in the home with a much bigger display than your smartphone has or your smartwatch has. But I think it's kind of them just, you know, they have more integrations than anybody else does currently. Um, and this is just them allowing you to take advantage of those integrations visually, which is what you can do on the other services already by way of smartphone. And they weren't going to make another smartphone, so they made this. One interesting thing here, of course, is when you order it, you can tie it to your Amazon account. Right. And when we set this up, it was tied to my own Amazon account. Yes. And when I started to have it play... Uh, some kind of content. It immediately went to the last Audible book. Right. It knows. Was it, knows it knows you. So, and here's here's another example. Alexa, show me my Kindle books. And so it's thinking very quickly. So, and there it is. I mean, oh, wow. that is some very slick integration. I've got the my latest, uh, the Spider and the Fly, Paul Allen's Idea Man, American Spies. As you can see, touch Martian. Screen, so you yep, can, touch you can screen. Scroll through. Scrolls back and forth. It looks nice. You can go back and forth if you were. I don't. I couldn't see you actually reading it on this screen. Oh wow! And so when right, it's going to read it to you. There were students hanging out in McAllister Hall. No, see, I don't think I bought the Audible version of this. This is not else. the Audible version. It's Kindle reading it. Oh, that's Alexa right. is reading this to you. Okay. I like that. So I don't know if you caught that, but at the first half second, it was, I don't know if it's Paul Allen or whoever reads the book, you heard their voice first, and then it switched to the Alexa voice. Okay. Because you probably didn't on my own acoustic guitar. the other voice there. I loved literature and movies. And yeah, this is Paul Allen. Paul Allen's team. book. Alexa, cool. stop. All right. So that is the new Amazon Echo Show. Yes. Which means the only Echo device we have yet to experience is the new the Echo. The best one. They're the, saving the best for last. The Echo Look. The Echo Look. Which is going to tell us about how we're how dressing to get dressed. wrong. Yes, exactly. That's right. That's right. All right. Until <laughs> that's that's so that's our, our hands on with the uh, Echo Show. Coming up, we're going to be talking about my one week so far with Microsoft's Surface Laptop. I've got a lot to say about the Surface All Laptop. Right, I can't wait to hear this. That's coming up on Geared Up on GeekWire. All right, welcome back to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, we just did our hands-on with the Echo Show. Sounds like you're a fan, Andrew. Um, or not. I am, I am, I am undecided okay. at this time. I will give it a chance. I'm just curious to see, like, I just tried it during the break to see if it would play YouTube videos just by voice, and it didn't really do exactly what I was hoping it would do, so just got to mess with it and see. Okay. Last week, we did another unboxing. That yeah. was of the Microsoft Surface laptop. That's we have right. one of these beautiful burgundy Surface the laptops color. with the very nice uh, Surface on the, on, on the keyboard, the Alcantara yes. sort of fabric-y Surface. Yeah. I have been using this off and on okay. for the past week. And I've struggled with it a little bit. There's mm -hmm. lots of things that I like, and I wanted to give everybody an update. Now, on, you've been using on this in Windows 10 S mode? Windows 10 S mode. And okay. that is one of the things I've struggled with. So beautiful device, first mm -hmm. of all. Uh, very light, 
uh, feels feels great in the hand. I actually like the Alcantara. Okay. Um, it's this is the the fabricy surface on, yeah. right next to the keyboards. I, I really like it. Where I started to struggle. Oh, oh, by the way, let me let me say more of the positives. First. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ba- wonderful battery life. Now they're claiming somewhere well well north of ten hours. Yeah. In terms of normal usage, I think you're probably going to get something more like seven or eight. Okay. Still not bad. No, but in terms Still of like bad. when I'm using my MacBook Pro with without a battery, without a without being plugged in, it's actually much less than that for me at least in terms of some of the things I'm doing. Interesting. I'm I'm you know in terms of video processing yeah, or that yeah, sort yeah. of thing, right. some 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 heavy type of usage. So great battery life on okay. this. So that so that's good. I continue to struggle. With the trackpads on Windows machines. Oh, that's a thing, yeah. And that's... I spent I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out what the deal was, and I finally <laughs> figured it out. Really, you figured yes, it out? I figured out what my problem is. Okay, it is the classic two button mouse approach that Microsoft, for some reason, applies to a trackpad. So you're on if you're on a Mac okay. using a tra- trackpad, there is essentially one button to click. Right. Right. On these devices, Microsoft, even though they don't separate the trackpad physically, there's yeah. just one big trackpad, sure. they interpret a click on the left as a left click on the mouse and a click on the right as a right click on That's the terrible. mouse by default. That makes so no sense. I'm going around, and so I'm using my right hand, if you can picture this, yep. my thumb naturally clicks on the right as I'm typing. Oh. So all the time that I'm navigating around with the trackpad, and let me tell you, I am a trackpad power user. Wow. I do gestures. I do the four fingers. Never heard of that before. I do the two fingers for the scroll. Oh, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. Does like, this support that stuff? This does support that. Really? But to get it to work like a Mac trackpad yeah. where it's just one button, you have to go in and change quite a few settings to get it to work that way. Okay. I do not understand why Microsoft would not enable Windows 10 by default to operate as a one-button trackpad. Sure. It seems just basic to me and like it's so it's such a frustrating experience i mean i was literally like steaming at how because you're <laughs> clicking around and all you're doing is getting the dang uh, menu when i can't you, imagine you mad this oh, is hilarious oh, are you I kidding can't me imagine are you mad? being sarcastic you're like the nicest guy oh please this is great <laughs> oh jeez steaming i was i was so <laughs> so after all of that it it works now a couple other things that i like windows hello the, okay. the natural login. It's not for some reason. It's not picking me up because I think because my face is behind a mic. Possibly, but it is Possibly. so nice to be able to just look at the laptop, have it recognize your face, right. and log you in, That's and know nice. that somebody else can't do that. Mm-hmm. So th- all all of that has been really good. A, a couple of difficult things. Okay. The first, just right. Well, first of all, you said you went in and changed some I did. settings, and it's did it's that better. Fix it's better. It? Yes, it's better, it's but better. it's not what you. It doesn't I, I, match well, up to the Mac. It's not quite on the level of the Mac okay. yet. No, I, I to me the Mac trackpad is the gold standard. Yeah, oh, definitely. Is it technically the touchpad or the trackpad? Is they call the, it a trackpad. The trackpad yeah. and the touch bar. Yeah, that's on, right. On that's right. So, a um, couple other things. So, I am running Windows 10s on this. Okay. So that, of course, only runs Windows Store apps. Yes. I wasn't really thinking that through in terms of just how far that goes. Okay. For example, Chrome. No, Chrome's not no in there. No Chrome. No Chrome. First thing I did, I went <laughs> to Edge. I said, download Chrome. Because my entire life at this point is synced through Google. Okay. Right? Google bookmarks. Right. Uh, you know, Google Apps. Yeah. Everything. is, And so... So you said, you said download Chrome. And it just said, I'm sorry, you can't run this. Oh. 
and I got it, you know, I downloaded yeah. it and I start, tried to run it and it just wouldn't set it up. And so that's the first point where you say, now we should say you can pay a little bit more to upgrade to full Windows 10 on this device, which actually right now it's free. It's free right now. It's free if you buy one of these right now. But the challenge that you set forth for yourself was you weren't going to do that. You were yep. going to try to live with try it, to do it as is. Yep. Okay. So I was just able to log in on Windows, Windows Hello. So now okay. you can see it. Um, so this now is the home screen. You'll notice you probably can't see this if you're watching on the video, but for people who are you know, listening on the podcast as well, Andrew, you can see all of the icons down there. See like the Windows Marketplace yeah. and the the Slack icon, black and white. They're oh, all, that, they all look the same. Is that how it indicates? They all look the same. Okay. I mean, and that's kind of not the idea of icons. Absolutely you want them not. to be color and you yeah. want to you want to recognize them just Quickly. instinctively. Yeah. I keep thinking that the Windows market see the Windows marketplace icon there? Yeah. I keep thinking that's Slack. <laughs> Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. That yeah makes it, sense. it looks like Slack. Yes, it does. And just so oh. some of the some of the little UI touches. I, not not a big fan. Yeah. That said, I mean, look at this machine. Just this is a beautiful machine. Well, and, you're, you're talking about hardware. Yeah. And I also realize that I am, by definition, in this scenario, an edge case. In other words, I represent on my Mac about five percent of the market. Okay. And so, to me, this should be more about what a Windows user would appreciate. Somebody right. coming from an existing Windows machine. And I will say, I've also used the Dell XPS 13 mm -hmm. quite a bit. We right. bought a few of those for the office and I've spent a lot of time with them. This to me would be a much better choice for folks out there than what has been seen as the top Windows laptop, the Dell XPS 13 or the 15. Even though the 13 and 15 have Thunderbolt 3 built in well, and, and a USB-A. This actually gets into part of my, another one of my issues with the, the Surface okay. laptop. Which is? Look at these ports over here, Andrew. What yeah. have we got? So we got a USB-A, which is going to be USB 3.0 speed. And you have a mini display port, which is the same shape as Thunderbolt 2 and could mislead you into thinking you have Thunderbolt 2 speeds, but it's just mini display port for plugging in an external display. And then you have a headphone jack. And then you've got this thing here. What is this? It's like blocked out. It's See, see what I mean? It's like this little placeholder SD card? It, it's kind of what it looks like, but it, I haven't been able to open it. Wait, that... Last week when we did the unboxing, the we, we thought this was the SD card okay, on the other it's, side. That's not... actually the power adapter, the power port. So that is, there's so no they're SD not even... card. There's no SD card. So he, let me let me ask you this. Would there be a way for me to run two monitors off of this machine? Two mo So two external two monitors? Two external monitors. I I'm going to say no because yeah. if this was Thunderbolt 2, then yes, because you could daisy, daisy chain. chain but it, since this is DisplayPort, the answer is no. You can plug in one external monitor yeah. into there. Since it's not USB-C or Thunderbolt, you can't daisy chain on the other side. And also, they could have put USB-C in there for charging instead of that weird proprietary thing on the other side too. Right. So you like using two externals? Oh, absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I have so on the on the Mac yep. Pro, what I do is I run it. Well, before I would run it off of HDMI and then the DisplayPort. Yes. And and now I'm just you know doing various things with USB C okay. on my new MacBook, which we can talk about in just a yeah. second. Yeah. Oh, and there's no HDMI. Okay. Right. There's, yeah, there's no, no HDMI. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, bottom line, I think this is a really nice machine. Mm -hmm. Starting at nine ninety nine thousand bucks for the the lowest level. Right. It runs very well. The graphics are great. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful machine. Make sure that you're not one of those people who needs all of those extras. Who needs to run Chrome? Yes. It, but for like a classic Windows user, I, I think that there's a lot of people that this would make a lot of sense for. I just don't 
happen to be one of those people in my right. daily work. Right. If you're looking for a good Windows PC, I mean, you can, like I said, easily upgrade it to Windows 10 Pro. Yep. And that would probably solve quite a few problems just doing that one step. Yes. Microsoft was touting how S is much faster and uh, impenetrable. And then it got hacked within five hours oh. of release. So the Windows 10 S protection that they were touting is already broken. Um, but if you weren't running S and you were just running Pro, I think a laptop like this would compete very well with something like a MacBook Air. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I still like it. I, I was going to hand this off to you if you want to do a full review. Yeah, or, I'll do a review. Or, or I can keep it. Uh, it's, it's totally up to you. I'll do it. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. absolutely. They want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the small thing, the, the Windows icon back here the, okay. on, on the back. What do you think? It kind of gets a little smudged. Oh. You know, a tiny thing, but it's like, I, I, you know, I, and that really doesn't happen with the Yeah, the it doesn't. Thing. That's so. weird. I wonder why. Because. I would have, like, you're not really grabbing, your fingers aren't that long that you're grabbing it there, so. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here on the podcast. We'll have a bonus segment coming up because I have to tell Andrew how right he was about (laughs) one of the recommendations that he made for me. Yes. We'll be right back on Geared Up. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. All right, Andrew. So we were just talking about my Surface laptop experience. I want to say you made a great recommendation for an accessory for my new MacBook Pro. Yeah, you were so you were hesitant about buying this one because of the USB-C. Yeah, the lack of HDMI, the lack of uh, you know classic USB, all the the stuff. So what? So before you get into this, why did you ultimately decide? To buy because you seemed like you were super excited to get the older one since the new ones came out, the older ones went down in price. Well, a few things. One, my old MacBook Pro completely crashed for the third time at a very inopportune moment, mm. and I was forced to buy what they had in store versus okay ordering online because I needed it right away. Yes, yes, okay. And and so that that limited my options and they, they, didn't, they didn't have the older version with the memory that I wanted, yeah. all that got stuff. It, got it wasn't there. So at that point I was like, you know what, I'm going in. I'm going all in. Taking I'm the getting, plunge. Getting the one with the touch bar and, and I wanted multiple USB C ports. Yes. I like to run multiple monitors. I didn't want to limit myself. At any rate, I I love this machine. Okay, it's a beautiful machine. I to me, the Mac is just one of the examples of uh, the hardware that just becomes an extension of you as a person, and and that's actually one place where, in an intangible way, I, I'm still struggling with the Surface laptop. Yeah. I feel like I'm operating a machine as opposed to the machine being an extension of me. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know how Steve Jobs, you know his famous line about the computer being a bicycle for your mind. Yes. Yes. Th- that really, I think, is still exemplified in the Mac. And Microsoft is still just kind of, it's a computer. Yeah. It's a computer yeah. that you're, you're operating. Yeah, yeah, you're operating a machine. You're doing work. Yeah, I know it's a subtle difference, but it's a big deal. Yeah, I, I agree. So, great machine. I, but the reason I wanted to talk about this was you gave a great recommendation on accessories. Now, one, it's, it's a hyperdrive. Uh, it's basically, how, how big, how would you describe the hyperdrive? The hyperdrive is a thin module, basically, that, takes advantage of the Thunderbolt 3 ports and it plugs into two of the Thunderbolt 3 ports on one side of your Mac, um, enabling those two ports to be expanded into pretty much all the ports that you're used to on older machines and then some extra ones that weren't on the older ones as well. So it's got a couple of, it basically extends the Thunderbolt 3 3, and then it has SD, micro SD, and two USB. Right, plus on the side you've got HDMI. HDMI. So I bought two of these. They were bought two. I bought two. One wow. for I, I one like for to, both sides. No, 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 no. I like to have. I I like to be able to at the end of the day at work, close my laptop, not take any cords or accessories with me. Oh, home and work. In, home and work. Oh, got it. Okay, home and work. And so, 
two hundred bucks. I mean, one hundred bucks each. Yes, each. Yes, that's pretty steep. I mean, that's like that makes it so the that's like, like the computer was not eighteen hundred dollars. It was nineteen hundred or whatever right. I paid. You know, right? Twenty one. You know, it's it it's that's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot of money for an accessory that really just gives you ports that you used to have on your old computer. So they give you faster ports though. Like Thunderbolt yeah, three is forty right, gigabits right. per second, which is. That I don't fast. Fine. If it's I've known, I haven't noticed that. Well, you haven't been <laughs> plugging in Thunderbolt three ports. But so the thing is, I mean, you didn't have to buy a one hundred dollar device, right? They're, they have other dongles you can get. I've, that are much and I cheaper. bought some of those too before you recommended right, this and told me. This and is I, just that's all a, in this one. This is great. It, it the build quality the is great. It matches the computer. It's all in one. It's beautiful. And a lot of times these dongles won't extend Thunderbolt. Right. So when you plug it into the Thunderbolt port, they'll give you USB C, but not Thunderbolt speeds. And this one does. Now minor quick. I did get a new power adapter and a new power adapter cord under the same theory of mm. I want this uh, duplicate setup at home yeah. at work where I just plug the laptop in. And this thing with the cord that I got, it was a cheap cord. I didn't get an Apple certified cord. Okay. It doesn't actually take in the power. Oh. Yeah. I have to plug that cord straight into the other side okay. on the machine. So a little bit of a caveat there for folks who might right. Not buy, a huge get deal. Cheap, cheap cords. Not a huge deal. So at any rate, I... I love this thing, and thank you for the recommendation. Yes, that's the hyperdrive if anybody wants a, a great dongle yeah. for the MacBook Pro. All right. That's all I got. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week we are going to be talking on the show about our favorite devices so far yeah. in 2017. Yes, so be sure to tune in. It's going to be a good one. Until then, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.